uh, give money to people who are charged with crimes. They, they forget about the, uh, the little uh, philosophy that they're innocent until proven guilty. But New Orleans attorney Judson Mitchell says the court system is more than frustrating. It's corrupt, funding its operations by preying on poor people who have returned to New Orleans to work. The court is more than happy to let them loose immediately upon them agreeing to pay a $300 fine within 48 hours, which they all do, regardless of whether or not they're guilty or not, because they need to get back out and get working to get money in their pockets and to rebuild our city. I hope this is not the way we want to start again. We've had a chance to rebuild, to renew. Mitchell adds, Let's start by making our courts a little bit more honest. For FSRN, I'm Melinda Tuhus in New Orleans. Free Speech Radio News is produced at Pacifica Stations, KPFA in Berkeley and KPFA in Los Angeles. Free Speech Radio News is an independent, worker-run collective. For more information, check out our website at www.fsrn.org. In Los Angeles, I'm Aura Bogado. Hi, on the 106th floor of the Ogilvy Broadcast Demographic Corporation in New York City. Two executives sit in conference. The latest global music dominator computer analysis shows that our intelligently rigid demographics are failing in southeast Michigan. Let's get a new radio station started there right away. Hmm, yes. I'm thinking light jazz. Yes, that's the ticket. What about the emerging target demographic of adult urban soulless? Or perhaps alternative top ten. It's really emerging. Wait a minute. The computer's giving us a new readout. It says that rigid demographics don't appeal to human beings at all. That can't be! How can people like more than one thing at a time? The computer detects some kind of paradigm shift. You see, people are tuning in to this bizarre frequency. It's on the left side of the dial. Why? I've never turned my dial to that side before. Let me see that. It's less than 100. It's... It's 88.3 WCBN FM Ann Arbor, and it seems to be spreading throughout the world. Courtesy of www.wcbn.org on the Internet. The Internet? I thought that was just for advertising. And porn. Let's launch one of these cutting-edge stations. We'll play everything from Kenny G to white jazz. It's revolutionary. I like it. Don't take your musical cues from corporate broadcast headquarters. Tune into Freeform on WCBN, FM, and Arbor to hear DJs who care about music, not demographics. What are we doing in here? Dan, get off my foot. There are hangers everywhere, Christy. And what's up with these mothballs? This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man. Closets are for clothes. Closets Are For Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. (laughs) We're here, we're on, Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Hey, y'all. Y'all. Hi. Y'all. Y'all. Hi. It's, it's <laughs> We're in brokeback mode, apparently. <laughs> apparently. We must have it on the brain. Um, it's Wednesday, December 21st. Is it really? Sure. Yeah, it is. You know, not having a job, I don't really look at the calendar much. So... But yeah, you do I know this for sure. I but do know that today she the was the only one in the room that knew the date, which is the sad thing. <laughs> I know. It is the sad <laughs> thing, and uh, so it's 2005. It's our next to the last show of the year, believe it or not. Isn't that That's true? Kind of crazy. Yeah, it we is two crazy. More shows. We have tonight and next week. Uh huh. No, oh. one more show. Jeremy's right. We have one yeah, more show. Yeah, one more tonight and next week. So tonight and next week. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I All won't right. be here next week. This is your last show of the year, then. That's true. We think you're great, Greg. We in think 2005. <laughs> Greg rocked in 2005. He he did. <laughs> you, you had a good. So you're year. gonna miss the year in review show, which is what we're gonna do next week. Oh, I'm not reviewing nothing. A year in review. Um, <laughs> you can you can review on my behalf, which oh, you will. Would but if be you have anything, we're gonna be wanting to include in the year in review. Um, Please send it to my email address, which is Christy. At closetsontheair.com. That was a nice plug. Yeah, <laughs> or you can find all it. of our web, all of our email addresses yeah. at our website, which is 
clo- um, sorry, closetsontheair.com. We should think about like a top ten. Yes, we should maybe per- put together put a top, top ten. ten. That'd be Wouldn't awesome. That be fun? Or like best and worst. I don't know. Something like Something. That. It smells really good in I'm here. I'm so hungry. I'm going and insane. Yeah, I'm hungry too. <laughs> we are planning to eat dinner after the show tonight. And so we've all brought in food and it smells. We punished ourselves by doing we, it this we, way. Really, <laughs> Why really didn't we get here before? Seriously. We should have got here at 4.30. And then we'll, we'd all been asleep by at 6. at 4.30, <laughs> I was hungry. Like at 4.30, I was standing in my kitchen going, what can I eat that wouldn't spoil whatever dinner I might be eating later? And I got to tell you, I got nothing in their house. So nothing? Nothing. Except for what I brought. And I was like, I don't think it would be right to show up with food that I've already eaten. That you've taken a <laughs> bite out of? <laughs> uh, oh. Well, who should we start with? How are you, Dan? Dan! I, I'm doing really good. I've got two really great stories. Oh, excellent. Um, one is... Um, well, I, I don't know if... Uh, I guess I don't know if I mentioned this on the air, but I decided that I was going to become a tenant. Or not tenant, but I'm going to become a landlord. <laughs> I like, and I have... And I just want to become a tenant when they own their house. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah>, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to pay, pay myself. Rent. Rent. <laughs> I'm going John, to yell at like myself. John, you like some contracts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some days I'll be a slumlord. Right. Some days I'll I'm actually take care of things heat. around the house. <laughs> and, so, um, and so I've had... This tenant that's been paying rent the last three months or whatever, but has not moved in. And so, really? Which yes. is like, where do I find one? I want that tenant. I've got a house. I've got a house. I have a house. Thank you. And um, so, I that's why I need this person. <laughs> 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 I just want their money. <laughs> so we signed like a six-month contract, and so it's been already three months, and uh, she finally moved in on uh, Monday. Um, really late or whatever, and I, I sat her down, and I was kind of like, um, you know, I have to talk to you about uh, something that's kind of been bothering me. It's kind of been building and things like this. And she's like, oh, my gosh, like what? Like this. And I said, well, um, you've been a perfect tenant um, so far. I mean, you keep, you know, you clean up after yourself. You do your dishes, apparently. <laughs> you leave the seat up. It's great, you know, kind of thing or whatever. But um, um, but I'm kind of annoyed by the fact that I've been doing all the cleaning the last three months. <laughs> and all the vacuuming and the dusting. So I think the next three months you need to do it. <laughs> Oh, and at first she was just like, is that it? Like, <laughs> screaming at me. And she thought she was in big trouble or whatever. Um, April Fool's comes early in here. That's right. That's right, exactly. Um, it's never a surprise on April 1st. So. Uh, yeah, right, right. It's like, you're looking for people to mock right. you and you know, trick right, you on right. April 1st. But, but no one expects it on December 21st. Right. Nobody expects it oh. Christmas. That's when the sneakiness That's happens. See, people literally. are expecting you to be nice and generous right, exactly. in December. Dan has incorporated the true holiday spirit. Right. Just to see right. the bejesus out of everyone around you. Exactly. In um, fact, really, he's not even here right now. He's actually in the Bahamas, and he's just doing this remotely just to deceive you even more. That's right. right. And the sun's beautiful down here. Um, and um, so, but the other thing is that this was kind of an odd situation. It's kind of the opposite of what I usually normally share um, about uh-huh. being butch. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not going to make any comments. Yeah, I was just going to say, what is the deal? Um, I'll play the. I'll play so the nice one of my coworkers comes over, and and she's um, and she's like, Dan, I got this little gift for you so she gives me this gift and i um and i'm like oh thank you so much and i did not hear that she said do not open it until um the 25th and i said oh oh okay like this one well i didn't hear that and i opened it immediately and i thought In oh the card was no she oh, had already okay. like she laughed and things like this and i opened it up and i looked down and got the card or whatever and i opened it up and i look and it's a pair of pierced earrings now you guys, I know we usually talk and our ears are covered kind of thing. I do not have holes in my ears. Right. <laughs> like this or whatever. And I was just like, why would she get me pierced earrings? And they're very beautiful, like this or whatever. And um, and I was like, wow, this is this is very different. I've never, like, how do you react to something like this? Like, I, this is a gift I definitely could not reuse kind of thing so um uh so i so so i decided so i was visiting and so i was looking for the opportunity to read gifts so. <laughs> well thanks thank you for bringing that up <laughs> so i went home for uh um for this past weekend and i uh saw my sister I said you know kira i think this is this would be more appropriate for you and she's like well what is this and i said well actually i got something for you for christmas she's like dude we never get anything for each other I said, well, in the spirit of regifting, I'm giving you something. And she's like, oh, that's fabulous. And she opens it up. She's like, wow, somebody gave this to you? And, of course, my mother is in the same room, and she is starting to freak out. She's like, 
well, why would someone give you pierced earrings? What kind of messages are you sending to people that they're thinking they can give you pierced earrings? And I'm like, Mom, I don't know. Maybe they were playing on the gay stereotype or something that all of us do drag or um, that I just you had some outfit. large dangly earrings. Hello. Exactly. I have some outfit that reminds her of. They're trying to tell you, you know. to accessorize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of signals could you send? Well, right. Maybe, maybe they weren't meant to be earrings. Maybe she thought something else was pierced. Well, thank oh. you for bringing that up. So I give it to my sister. You're doing good. You know, it's the gay SP. We were yeah. talking about Dude, that. <laughs> it's the gay SP. <laughs> Is totally. It's totally another story, though. I'm sorry. So, um, so Monday morning, this coworker calls me in kind of like an embarrassed kind of a voice, and she's kind of like, "So, Dan, did you open that gift that I gave you that you were supposed to open until Christmas?" And I said, "Well, of course I did." And she goes. Oh, so what'd you think of it? I said, well, they're very pretty. I, I just thank you so much for the thought. I think it's like this or whatever. And she's You're just so nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, instead of saying, why in God's name did you get me? I know people gift. would have been like, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. I should have you tracked into a mental institute. Yeah. <laughs> that was my and gift to you. She goes, um, I have a very similar package that was supposed to go to you, and that was supposed to go to somebody else. <laughs> oh, no. So, wait. Did you still have her head you actually? I gave to my sister, <gasps> and she goes, so do you have them? I said, no, I don't have them here. It's just, could you bring them in tomorrow? And I was like, sure. <laughs> my sister lives like an hour away. Oh, like no. this or whatever. So, oh, I call cool. my sister. And um and sh- and I tell her I says you know Akira I need those those earrings <laughs> I need back, your like, gifts back. Right. exactly <laughs> I need and the de-gift your regift <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly and she's like oh, damn I've already regifted them oh my god and I was like you didn't like no. that's she goes no I didn't my family that would happen <laughs> so I bring them in the next morning and things and Kira got them to me and things and I she brings them in and the present that she gave me. Which again, you were was, so up until the 25th, right, but exactly, this time you decided exactly, to break right, that rule again. Okay. Was like. Why to clarify? Because who knows what you're going to get? Well, right, exactly. And so she was like, um, she says, well, the gift that I have for you would not be appropriate for this other person. So I like, open oh, it up. Well, what could this be? Exactly. So I'm like, well, what could this be? And in the spirit of regifting, I got you all something. <laughs> <laughs> so something. she gave me a box of nuts. Oh, <laughs> see, which you can't give to other people because. And this was what she thought was earrings. Yes, I know that's it's a little <laughs> what was the box? Wow, this yeah. is just because you know we don't have webcam, so this is like a four-inch wide. It's a four-inch by it's a four-inch, 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 cube. four-inch yeah. Plastic, solid plastic. Yes. I tap it and it breaks Filled all over the place. Filled with of mixed nuts. Yes, exactly. Well, you could so. never It'd be really nuts. easy to. How do big do were the earrings? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. They weren't that gaudy. I mean, they weren't that <laughs> uh, big. I don't oh, know what that right. was. I swear <laughs> that wasn't me chewing on the nuts. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're really proud. <laughs> uh, so. Oh. So then you all can fight over those. And then the next spirit of regifting, um, I, I have a cute little ornament filled with peppermint pillows. So Are you sure they're and that's what? for the pillow biters oh, in the really That's <laughs> right, exactly. No. So one of you guys can take that and share that. And then also... say peppermint pillows. He's not kidding. It's not just that they look like pillows. Someone in a marketing room somewhere said, I know, I've got the perfect candy. <laughs> Everyone needs peppermint pillows. <laughs> and then I also have the Edibilicious um, English toffee. That if anybody would like some of those. So I kind of brought them in. And I you love three... toffee. I made some toffee. Oh, great. I didn't bring it in. That's not for you guys. Oh. Oh man! I don't like you that much. <laughs> so, so, um, so I kind of like wanted to kind of uh, let you all know. Uh, so anyway, you guys can fight over which ones you want to take home in the spirit of regifting. Um, but yeah, so I got a box of nuts that I didn't really quite understand. <laughs> They're tasty, um, and I can only hazard so many guesses about why. Yeah. Get you a box of nuts. Yes, and <laughs> she was. Either. And I want to know why somebody got you peppermint pillow. Well, they uh, kind of go with the nuts. <laughs> well, this is a different person. <laughs> That's what these are. All three different people that gave really? you three different things. Yes. I think so. sometimes people feel like they have to give you yes. something, so they just make up. Like I've done that. I've stood in the store and been like, "Hmm, that looks pretty. I'll take that." You know, exactly. Last week we were talking about. I don't remember who it was, but somebody was talking about whether or not you should. Oh, I I know why I didn't mention this because we were never mind why, but I didn't bring this up for a logical reason last week. Um, I don't give gifts. I don't gift right. anymore. I, I stopped gifting a while ago, 
And so I just I don't understand I, I understand like why people like doing it and I have no objections to it. And so what I now do is if people want to give me gifts, I refer them to organizations that will take that there type of a gift. So there I say if you want clothes, you know, give it to Ruth Ellis. If you want to give me toys, give it to Ruth Ellis. If you want oh, to give money, give it to Triangle and do it in that kind of a way. And Ruth Ellis, by the way, for people listening, does take gift donations because the uh, the youth who live there are always looking for. It. So if you don't want to support Toys for Tots because it's for the Marines and the Marines are. Well, that's not very a good gay friendly, so this is a good alternative. So yes. Keep that in mind. Anyway, that's my little random plug for the day. Apparently, <laughs> um, so I don't I don't do the gifting thing anymore. So I take the money that I might normally, you know, like if you get a, a Christmas, I don't get a Christmas bonus, but if you did get a Christmas bonus, uh, or in the past when I, have, for instance, gotten things like similar to that, I just usually increase the amount of money that I give to uh, nonprofits that month and i don't exactly. do it in other it was the other conversation we were having about people giving in people's names and i don't really do that because then it's like then right it would be for in everybody's name and i just don't really strategically say oh well for aunt bertha i'll give to i don't know the bertha foundation or something like that right. <laughs> people named bertha foundation which also doesn't actually exist so don't go googling it or, i don't know maybe, yeah, it, maybe does. it does maybe it does yeah, really i don't know that's true. The Bertha Foundation. I'm gonna. Somebody's gonna call us next week and be like, "I'm a representative for the Bertha Foundation. We do outreach to the Bertha community." Um, thanks to the power of internet, we'll now know in about ten seconds if there is a Bertha Foundation. So that's right. My, my comment that I was gonna interject last week is that I, uh, I don't do the gift. I have a, a couple of exceptions to that. There are people that I'm still owe gifts from previous years, <laughs> so they get gifts because I'm like paying back like my sister i owe like three years worth of gifts oh my and so i still will be giving her gifts because i feel like i owe it from previous years uh and you we can't all... give it like all at once well there were years that i uh, my sister is a great wonderful human being and of the siblings oh, that's really hard. of okay. the children she's, yeah. <laughs> no it's true she's of the kids she's the one who often remembers it's usually her or i that remembers like holidays or birthdays or things like that but she's usually the one who has the time to, or takes the time, I should say, to coordinate the gift giving on behalf of the kids. And there were two years in a row where my sister got everyone gifts. My brother and I were so busy that we forgot to get her a gift. So there were two years of us not getting my sister a gift. And then last year, uh, I started to test out the idea of not doing gift giving, and, and she kind of got the blunt of that. And then I felt really guilty, so I feel like I owe her three years of gifts. So she's getting a gift this year, and a couple other people. All right. I think we're about to be joined on the phone by our guest. Is she on the phone? Yes. Oh, great. We're joined on the phone by Kathy from PFLAG Ann Arbor. Um, One of the things we talked about last week on the show was um, that because when Keith Orr was here about how popular coming out books seem to get the week, couple weeks before the holidays, and we were guessing that's probably because a lot of folks come out to their families during that time when everybody's all together. And we thought, you know, that can either go really well or really horribly. Mm-hmm. So let's talk to some folks and find out um, ways that, you know, some sort of maybe do's and don'ts of coming out over the holidays. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Kathy is actually, she's a PFLAG member. She's a, um, has two kids. The oldest one of them is gay. He's a senior here at the University of Michigan. So first of all, Kathy, if you don't mind, can you tell us the story of how your son came out to you? Yeah. Um, uh, my son is 22 now, and when he was in high school, his junior year, he was 17, um, he came to me one night and said that he had something to tell me. He asked me to sit down <laughs> and um, grab my hand, and he um, said, I have something to tell you, and I know that you'll still love me when I'm done. And he was trembling and started to appear very upset, and I really um, didn't really know what to expect. And then he said he was gay, and I was completely in shock. I had no clue. Um, I had no idea. My son is very, um, well, um, just very athletic. He was captain of his high school football team. Both my boys were. And, you know, some mothers in my experience um, at PFLAG meetings and just um, the many people I've talked to over the last five and a half years, you know, um, most of the people I talk to will say that they had an idea or there were certain things that would make them think, you know, maybe. But in my case, you know, I'm very close to my kids, and I just didn't really see um, much of a change in him. He had a 
uh, best friend of his had died in January of that year in 2000, and, um, 2000, and he had started to lose a little bit of weight, and I attributed that to his sadness over losing his friend. And I guess um, it, what he told me that night was that when his friend died, it made him realize that life was short, and he was tired of keeping that secret, um, living in fear and silence. And, you know, um, you know, I would ask him about girls, and, you know, um, mothers would come up to me at football games and tell me, you know, how their daughters really liked him and they were interested. And I would, you know, say, oh, well, I think that's great, you know, and pursue, you know, something like that. And I guess he just got real, you know, tired of... <coughs> sort of lying to me and he just was sort of um you know bottoming out I, I guess about it so anyway that night if you want to know like do's and don'ts I guess I can just tell you what the experience was um following him telling me that we um it was in the evening and my husband and my younger son were in bed so we had the opportunity to just sit and talk and um I was so in shock that I didn't um, cry. I just got up and I hugged him and I told him that I loved him and that it would be okay. And he handed me an article from the Sports Illustrated magazine that um, I guess there's a columnist who does something on the back every issue. And that particular issue, uh, five days before my son came to me, was about a boy from Massachusetts um, who was gay, and he was captain of his high school football team, and he had come out to um, the team and, you know, his coaches uh, prior to that, his family and a teacher prior to that. And my son could relate to that. And um, the other thing that prompted him to tell me was that our high school um, had just allowed a GSA to form, and he, uh, in January of that year, and, um, and Mar I guess it was about three weeks um, before he came to me, he attended one of those meetings. Um, they were confidential, and he was very nervous about going. He, you know, slipped in late, like, uh, didn't want anyone to see him in the hallway, and I guess when um, he walked in, everybody thought he was there as a straight supporter. He actually knew three kids in the room, and one of them was uh, gay, and the other two were there supporting that person, and he had been in elementary school with these kids, so that was nice for him to be able to um, let, you know, let them know, and then he had other people to talk to, and um, he said the day that he went there was the day that he um, started to feel relief, and so our conversation was, you know, um, a typical, I guess, um, parent response, uh, me saying, well, how do you know that you're gay? And he told me that he knew who he was attracted to just as I knew who I was attracted to. And, um, you know, I asked him if he had ever had sex, and he said no, and I asked him, or I told him he should have sex with a girl to make sure, and he didn't like that I said that. But, oh, um, Kathy! <laughs> he just said he didn't need to have sex to know that he was gay, and then I asked him if I had done anything wrong. I asked him if he'd Aww. been molested. I asked him all the ignorant things that, um, you know, the stereotypical things that are out there, and he answered every question that I had, and um, you know, I asked him if he wanted to be gay, and he said no, that it wasn't a choice, and that why would anybody choose that when people hate you and discriminate against you, and um, I asked him if I had done anything wrong, and you know, he said no, that he has a family that loves him, and you know, Aww. all the wonderful things he said, um, and that it was just you know, the way it was, and I asked him if he needed to talk to anybody, and he said, no, if you think I need to talk to someone, you know, to um, change it or think that you can change it, he, you know, told me clearly that it wasn't something that could be changed. And, right. in fact, that isn't what I was implying. I just wanted him to be happy, and I wanted him to, um it, you know, I, I didn't know if he needed someone to talk to, but he had told me that he got what he needed from the GSA. Right. And, um, well, and I think when you're not 
when you're not used to dealing with that topic, of course you're going to ask all those questions right. because that's what goes through your mind. Like what could have what could have happened? Right, exactly. No and one I teaches guess, you how to um, be a parent. What I right. would say if there's any young kids um, listening that um, because he did go back, he actually told me the night before his next GSA meeting, and he went back and told the advisor all the things that I asked him. Oh. <laughs> and he to- the advisor told my son that that was normal and, you know, to be mm-hmm. expected. And um, even, you know, it went really well, but he was just like, you know, she told me he had sex with a girl. and. <laughs> you know, <things> like that. <laughs> so, but it does sound, um, oh, sorry. Yes. Well, I was just going to say, it does sound like the, one of the things that your son did that was really helpful was he just kind of let you ask all of those yes. questions. And he, it sounds like he was really well prepared for all of those questions. Yes. You know, uh, you know, when you said, do you want to talk to somebody? And he's saying, if you want me to talk to somebody to think I can change it, that's not going to happen. Right. Like, I mean, he was really well prepared for that. And good for him. I mean, at 17, yes. to be able to... Yeah. To yeah, anticipate all that, of that. Um, in my experience at PFLAG, um, most of the time, I haven't, um, and I, you know, and the thing is, I know every family and every situation is different, and, you know, um, my son feels and his friends feel that, you know, he was lucky because it was such a great um, outcome for him. But I do know that it doesn't always happen that way, and I have found that um, we, even though we have parents in our group that come regularly um, that are very accepting of their kids, uh, some of them didn't get to have that conversation. And mm. I just thought that I think that's why it was so um, helpful to me because, you know, I had all these questions, and he let me ask them, and he answered them for me. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, now, and when there you was said- a, there's another thing that he didn't do um, for me at that time that I, I wished I would have um, at the time because you are afraid to go to bookstores and you're afraid mm-hmm. to ask for books. And I was like, you know, dying for information I wanted to read or, you know, I just I didn't know about PFLAG or anything. Right. So um, and there how- was a book that I did find out about a few months later that uh, I recommend to every parent um, that walks into one of our meetings or just um, anyone that asks me what was helpful. And there's a book called Straight Parents, Gay Children by Robert Bernstein, and he um, was a former national vice president of PFLAG. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful Mm, book. Definitely. So how did you end up finding PFLAG? Um, well, I encouraged my, well, okay, my son, uh, you know, he was having sort of like, um, you know, with the weight loss and just, I guess, being nervous and um, things about, you know, just all this coming out to me and, you know, spreading all about it before he did it. I took him to the doctor because he was having stomach problems Mm. and our pediatrician, um, they would hand these forms out to the kids, and they were private, and they had to answer questions um, to, um, you know, rate, say, I guess one of them was, um, okay, so he filled it out, handed it to the doctor, and then when the doctor came in, the question was, um, you rate your life on a scale of, I guess, 1 to 10, mm-hmm. and he put a 6. And so oh. then when the doctor pointed that out to him and wanted to know why, I knew knew why, and so I just, um, I said, you know, um, I looked at my son, and I said to the doctor, I know what this is about. You know, I'm going to leave the room, and then I I looked at my son, and I said, I want you to say whatever you need to say, and I left. So he told the doctor, and the doctor told him about PFLAG. Ah. And um, I know this doctor, you know, went to U of M, and he was very familiar with Ann Arbor. And obviously I was comfortable. For some reason I had a feeling about him. We'd been going to him forever. Mm-hmm. And I just had a good feeling about him, and I wanted him to know this because I thought it probably, you know, would have something to do with his health and, right. you know, well-being at the time. Right. So, um you know, he's like, well, how's your mother, and how are you, and, you know, you're not suicidal or anything, and, you know, my son said, no, I'm not, and he goes, my mom's fine, but she's been crying every day for three weeks, but oh, she's getting better. Oh. So, um, and how did he know, eventually come out to his dad or your husband? I'm sorry, what? How did he eventually come out to your husband? Well, he, that evening, he wanted everyone to know, you know, he was going to oh. tell everyone, and I sort of, you know, went into the closet. I was um, fearful. 
of how other people would treat him. I was fearful to talk to my husband or our younger son, so I talked him out of doing that, and I told him that, you know, let me just, you know, take this all in, and um, we'll talk about when we're going to do all that. And eventually he agreed that that was the right thing to do. I was concerned about him being in high school, even though he was a big, tall football player. Physically, I didn't worry, but, you know, emotionally I did. So... Um, it was about a year later that um, kids um, started talking at school, and um, he came home. This was a year later, his senior year, and he said, you know, Mom, we have to tell Dad and, you know, his younger brother. We have to because people are talking about me because at that point he just said he didn't care. He started telling friends, and, you know, some gotcha. of those friends had girlfriends, and they were blabbing it, you right. know. And they weren't believing it, and but it was going around. So um, my son uh, took his father downstairs, and um, he handed him the same article, and um, he told him himself. And also, you know, I was concerned about that because we didn't, I didn't, we didn't tell him for a year, and, and I didn't know how he would react to that. And then I told our younger son in the. Um, upstairs and um he i was crying when i was um about to tell my younger one about it and you know i said i have something to tell you i've known for a year and he just you know looked at me and i said have you heard anything at school about your brother and he said no and i said well um i told him you know i said your brother is gay and you know i started telling him you know the things that he said when he came out and trying to educate him. And I said, are you okay with that? And he goes, why wouldn't I be? He's my brother. Aww. And he said, you were dying of cancer or something. And oh, wow. Said, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that that was better. My husband came upstairs and said he felt bad that we couldn't come to him and, you know, made us have a group hug and we were going to be fine. And, you know, it just it turned out really well for us. But it's very shocking and, I think, common for parents, you know, to have all these thoughts and feelings and, you know, you think about yeah. the traditional marriage and the grandchildren and, uh, and yes, that can still happen, but it's, it's, um, it's just the unknown mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's fear for your child, yes. you know, and their future. And, you know, by us going to PFLAG and we've been involved with Triangle and HRC and, you know, it's been about almost six years for us. I have, and it was so good for us to get out and see, you know, adult um, gay couples and just people and, you know, just to see that it's no different than, than anybody else, right. you know, and that he's going to have a great life. Right. Right. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for coming and joining us on the show and both sharing your story and um, hopefully giving folks some helpful hints mm-hmm. on ways yes. that they can talk to their family if they're choosing to come out mm-hmm. um, over the holidays. And it's been a long, long standing sort of tenet of our show that yes. coming out is the way to change the world. So yes. oh, yeah. um, we definitely want to encourage folks to do so. Um, and thank you very, very much for joining us. We You're really welcome. appreciate I it. Just, I just wanted to um, give the uh, web address for PFLAG. Perfect. Okay? Please do. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's what I was okay, just going to um, ask you for. It is a national organization, and um, we, you know, we're out of PFLAG Ann Arbor. It's www.pflagaa.org. Pflag dot aa no aa dot org no dot in between pflag aa dot org gotcha okay okay and um, if anyone wanted to further you know talk to us by email or our hotline number I'm the one that returns the phone calls from the hotline and um, the national website um, they which is pflag dot org they could find other locations you know say they live in another state. Um, uh, that their parents would find helpful. Great. Thank you again very, very much. Have a very happy holiday. You too. Thank, Thank you. you. And happy new year. You too. All Thanks right. a lot. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right. So after this break, we're going to have a brief musical interlude. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> we that was fabulous. <laughs> I was just going to say it sounds like something I would have said. <laughs> exactly. Which is who we're going to be talking to. We'll talk to Jeremy from RAP after the break.
right. Welcome back to Closet Surfer Clothes on WCBN FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. You missed Club 69. <laughs> you totally missed it. It was awesome. There was I love that. It well, was, maybe it was great. People dancing in their cars. That's right. That's my favorite after <laughs> What if they're true? That's what true. If, I just had a horrifying thought. What if like somebody's driving and they dance and they get into an accident? Don't oh, do you, that. Don't get both an hands on the wheel <laughs> while you're dancing. You can dance and drive at the same time. I do Wait, I do it all the time. Uh, Jeremy, where's your car? <laughs> well, that's what happened to your car exactly? <laughs> Perhaps it was a hit and run. I was a victim. Right. <laughs> the hit part. But, um. Well, Jeremy, welcome again to Closet Ever Close. How are you? Doing wonderful. How are you? Good. Thank you very much. So, what is going on at Ramp? Well, I gave Dan a list of all the things I was going to talk about. And well, both of you forgot it? No, I remembered it. So, um, the, this past Sunday, there was a bunch of folks that met. Um, there was a men's group now at RAP. Um, it was actually on Saturday. Oh, that's why I was why. Okay, like, gotcha. Sunday, Sunday. Oh. What was going on Sunday? Oh, so there's a bunch of guys that met this one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And it was at um, my apartment. No. Oh, yeah, right. uh, <laughs> that was a different group. Um, yeah, right. Well, we've actually uh, started at Jeremy's Rap. Angels. Anyway. <laughs> They're definitely not angels. Um, <laughs> They're princesses. Jeremy's princesses. Uh, I was thinking devil, but, you know, oh, princesses. Well. We could combine it somehow. Anyway, uh, last week we started a men's group. Over at Rap, and uh, it was it was actually really good. Our first turnout was four people. Woo-hoo! We had a great time. How come I wasn't invited? Um, it's called do you identify as a man? What if I did? If you do, then you're more than welcome to come. Thank you for giving me that piece of information. Yes. Now, does it meet regularly, man. or does um, it? Yeah, we're gonna meet on the second Saturday of every month, and then we're gonna figure out because it's a. I kind of wanted it to just be whatever men wanted to do in. <laughs> I know that sounds really bad. <coughs> so are I the blinds going to be close for this? Or turnout for this one? Yeah. <laughs> is there a attire uh, like required? <laughs> <laughs> well, not for the group upstairs. Right, right. 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 So the blinds will be closed and downstairs. No, I just wanted to see what guys wanted to, you know, talk have. about. What do they wanted to talk about? Uh, what kind of things they wanted to do while hanging out? Yeah, not hanging out. Not not shut up, Greg. <laughs> I can't even talk about this with Greg here, because he and I just feed off each other, and it just gets bad. I haven't said anything. I know, but I'm just holding it in. You don't need to, apparently. <laughs> Your channel. It's, you just, it's the gay SP. Yeah. You got just a dirty mind written all over you. So what else, Jeremy? So there was about the group? Yeah. Um, well, it's open to all men. It's open to... To all men. All men. Men who are identifying as men, I guess. Cool. <laughs> men, whatever yep. that means. Um... So, bi, straight, What's gay. The, is there a name for the group? The men's group. <laughs> <laughs> Did yep, it you a yep, it's the men's group. There's all these clever titles. <laughs> yeah, it, it took me months to actually come, come up, up with, with that, that name. It it's was a good very, name. Um, it is a good name. It's very it's clear. Deep. It's yeah. very deep. Yes. Um, it makes perfect it has sense. multiple layers of meanings. <laughs> yes, the... <laughs> and then men's <laughs> and group. It's not There's a men's group. It's the, the men's group. It's not right. like you know, like Aaron's appliance where you don't know what they really do there. Right. Just like Aaron's where they rental place. You don't know that from the title, <laughs> but this group clear title. I yes. know what they're doing. Well, well you know what they are. You may not know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> might be better right. that way, actually. Please keep your hands above the table. Um, <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> My hands <laughs> have not left this table. I don't know. Um, I anyway, have done nothing. so I kind of leaving it open as to like what direction the group wants to go in, whether they want to be like a social group where we go out and like go to the movies or go bowling or go to a Other coffee places. shop and like after we had our meeting. Um, Two of the guys end up going down to um, uh, cap a coffee shop. Okay. Espresso Royale. Espresso Royale. There we okay. go. There was live music, and so they went to see that, and the other two of us had things that we had to do afterwards. So okay. And what separately. time does it mean on the second Saturday? It's at 7.30 okay. at the wrap office. Right, okay. Which is where? 325 Braun Court. It's in the... the uh, little gay courtyard across from the farmer's market in the out bar. Okay, cool. And there's been... Not uh, that the farmer's market is gay. No, no, no. no. It's Braun Court that's gay. Braun Court is a little bit gay. Not everyone is gay, but... 
Um, quite the a few. gays outnumber the non-gays. Right. We do have the majority. There is a concentration. Three out of five. And I don't know. <laughs> some of those waiters at those two restaurants look a little light in the loafers, if you ask me. <laughs> so well, I'm just sorry. because they're thin. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Maybe we'll see them at the men's group. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Point have, taken. Have we told them about it? I've been sending it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also a new release that just happened. Oh, yes. That's actually coming out on Friday. Uh, the first showing of Brokeback Mountain in Ann Arbor will be showing at the Michigan Theater at 6.30 Woo-hoo. and 9.30 this coming Friday. The Woo-hoo. 23rd. Yeah, the 23rd. Yeah. 6.30 now, and 9.30? 6.30 and 9.30. What a perfect way to celebrate the holiday season christmas eve oh yes <laughs> yes and i don't think this would be a good way to like have mom and dad like hey mom and dad let's go to a movie hey mom and dad Ooh. i want you to know this is somewhat perfect about my out. life <laughs> perfect coming out but, you know there's i just want a real quick comment about brokeback there were rumors going around that the star theater wasn't going to be showing it that's not true the star theater is going to be showing it so you can see it at star oh. great lakes crossing and star grasha just want to let people know, because there was a rumor going around that Star wow. Theaters weren't going to show it. That's not true. It's a theater chain brand. Theater chain. Like, we don't Nash, have one like in Ann Arbor. I'm squelching oh, I'm like that rumor for where you. Where is no, that? No, it's like Star, uh, Southfield and Great Lakes, you said? Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's owned by uh, Lowe's and Sony. Mm. Oh, okay. Sorry. But <laughs> Just want to let people know. But the Michigan Theater is locally owned. I was desperate owned. to know yes, that. Yes, locally owned non-profit. And yes, a non-profit. Support your local non-profits. Definitely. Go to the Michigan Theater and see Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, and if you can't go on Friday, will it be running there in a regular engagement? Yes, do you it know? Be yeah, for I think it was I left the paper at home, but it's like th- I think uh, it's on their website, mm-hmm. and I believe it's for two weeks. Oh, Make sure great. that you don't see it. Yeah, yes, it's a it's, it's a great show. Yeah, I hear great things about it. So, mm-hmm. and I what is their website, Meredith? Their website is mishtheater.org. O-R-G. Is that with an E-R at the end or an R-E at the end? Ooh. An E-R? E-R, because wow. it's a movie house. Well, I'm just saying some, you know, I often... I Merry Christmas, movie house! Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> what? <laughs> I couldn't resist. What are you, like, goodnight moon book person or something? No, that's <laughs> right. It's a wonderful wife! <laughs> Merry Have Christmas, Shabby Ball! <laughs> Have you never seen It's a Wonderful Life? No, but whenever somebody says something like that, it reminds me of the IMA You've sports arena in Flint, which always makes you've me really wonder. You've really never seen that movie? Like an IMA gas station. Really, IMA though? You've never stand. seen that movie? I, it's Yes, I've seen it so much. Oh. Actually, I'm thinking about seeing a play next week in Chicago, because I'm going to Chicago next week with my boyfriend, and we're considering going and seeing You have a, a boyfriend? Yes. When were you going to tell us? Hey, I have a boyfriend. I'm sorry. But, but we're talking to rap right now. <laughs> okay. But what I was going to say about It's a Wonderful Life is I was gonna, I'm thinking about seeing a play next week in Chicago called It's a Fabulous Life, which is Ooh. the gay version version of oh. it's a wonderful life. so i may Sounds we're not racy. sure yet but if we see it i'll let you know let's get back to rap sorry yeah so um just so you know you can see it it looks like it's playing until december 29th so wonderful wow okay they don't All have right. anything else listed so i guess there's a possibility it could stay Go on further. if enough people support it. it and right. definitely support like jeremy was saying support you your local nonprofit on movie Christmas theater if right. you're if you so choose <laughs> if you're not Oh, that's right. Thank you. Give the present of Brokeback this season. Right. And wow. Your family. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I just know. <laughs> I can in a different direction. That's that. right. So what else is going on at, at rap? Well, I just to, to, to piggyback Man. on the Brokeback thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, that didn't sound uh, right. I was just going to say, I'll, Meredith mentioned on Christmas you can go and... That's uh, that's a traditional a perfect Jewish way thing to, do, to well yeah that is very Chinese food Jewish. in the movies mm-hmm. really? that's a perfect yeah. way to uh-huh. end Great your miserable out. holiday uh-huh. going to see a gay movie Gee, after you've Jeremy's seen your horrible parents there you go <laughs> there you sure go that, I mean I'm a big advocate of Brokeback but I'm not really sure that it's the go it's the antidote right <laughs> you know it's not like the most uplifting <laughs> you're not gonna leave it going I feel better about myself now yeah stop oh, you guys are trying to I'm not giving anything away. I'm just, I mean, people know enough about the storyline that, you know, I mean, it's, a, it's, but again, understand that I'm the person who doesn't think any romance is a film that you leave going, oh, I feel great about myself. So, I don't know. <laughs> okay, understand then. That that's Everybody a bit take of a, that a, bit of a slant. All right. Jeremy. Sorry. Jeremy. Okay. Um, so, the other thing I was going to talk about is our annual holiday appeal that RAP is doing. And if you're on our mailing list, then you've no doubt received a letter in the mail about... 
giving to rap and uh it's a very good letter by the way too it was a good letter I and i liked there. the little personal notes that were on it it wasn't just like hey christy how are you yes. which is very generic yes. it was pointed and specific yes. about there being a pregnancy in my family and can i spare a dime because of that and yeah. stuff it was yeah. great it was really good yeah <laughs> Pregnant woman spare a dime. Things seem to be getting larger in your family. Is your bank account one of those things? If so, consider giving money. Actually, Christy doesn't know that, but everyone got the same pregnancy. (laughs) I got a question when I got it. Here, I thought I was special. Well, we certainly wish you the best of luck with that. And if folks didn't get the letter, but they want to give or what have you, how would they do that? Um, you can make a donation on our website, www.wrap-up.org. There's a donation button on there, too. And um, we had a little fundraiser last night to try and uh, to... Increase your funds. Increase the funds for the holiday, <laughs> yeah. the holiday appeal. Hence um, the name fundraiser. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fundraiser. Oh, there too. And we raised a lot of money. I Fantastic. Did you meet the? Because was it a challenge? Yes. And um, did you guys meet the challenge? Yes, we did. Fantastic. Yes, there was a amount of money that was given by uh, a corporation, and yep. um, it was actually a challenge. It was going to be a two to one challenge, but we actually matched uh, the, the amount. The double. Wow! Oh. So they gave X amount of money and. We actually matched it as opposed to half of it. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I can't it does. say the numbers. Right. But right. Okay. They ma- it was a two to one match, and <laughs> it ended up being a two to two match. Right. Essentially. Right. Oh, we have a caller. Cool. Oh, hello. Hello. Wow. I don't, think they're, I don't think they're patched through yet, <laughs> oh, okay. but we would love to talk to them when they are. Are are we? Are we good? Okay, now we're good. Okay. Hello? Welcome, Hello? Welcome, welcome to Closets Over Clothes. I was wondering what Rap's office hours are and how many videos they have and whether or not they uh, still let people drop in and watch the videos at random hours. Um, our office hours are Monday from um, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then Tuesday through Friday we are open from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. And we do have a video library and uh, you are more than welcome to, to um, use the facility and watch uh, movies or check out books at our library anytime that we're open. And it's quite a wide selection of videos, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I was Not pretty impressed with Not just gay. That. There's, like, everything. Right, right. Yes. And the, the book selection, actually, too, is quite large at this point now. Exactly. Well, and nice. and um, Well, the thank name you very much for your question, yes. by the way, before you slip away from us. But yes. do, you, do you let people check out the videos, too? Um, yeah, I believe we do, actually. Great. Okay, I'll drop by sometime. <laughs> Great. Thank you very much. Yes, and the name of the library? The Kathy Little Library. Yes, exactly. Who was our first president. Yes. One of the founding before. members. What's that? I didn't know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I know everything. I'm just saying I, yeah. I genuinely didn't. <laughs> well, in the spirit of giving and with a holiday um, gift and things like this or whatever, um, Closets Are For Clothes is willing to help donate to the holiday thing or whatever. Aww. And we're going to give you um, a check from Closets For Clothes for your support of our organization. Well, or thank our you Our show, all. I guess. We're not really an organization. We are. We show. are. We're Mo- organized. Look at this food. Look at all the work we've done to make <laughs> the food right. organized. A couple of guys went to the store. Meredith and I baked stuff. I just like to point out the weird, very stereotypical that we just created here, just so you know. I know. Okay. What was that? By the way, we didn't. We didn't really specify that you guys went to the store and bought your potluck dishes, and Meredith and I made stuff at our house. Stereotypical. It is. Although I don't fit all the female stereotypes, <laughs> generally. Um, but but this time you did. But I don't have a job, see? So <laughs> I thought you were going to be breaking the stereotype about how I the gay men were the ones who chose not to bake or cook or anything like that. And brought it well, in. we were talking gender, gender not gay. Because not Does everything, everything have to be gay, gay for you, Greg? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes Me it does. too, actually. Me too. Me too. Well, well, thank you all very, very much for donating, and that's wonderfully generous of you. You're welcome. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you again for joining us. Um, Happy New Year. We'll see you, I Woo-hoo. guess, in a year. In next Happy year. Hanukkah. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. When does Hanukkah start, guys? 25th. On the night Sunday. of the 25th. The, the night, night of yeah. the 25th. Okay, so happy Sundown. Hanukkah. Yeah. Um, bring your dreidels. 
Solstice. Yeah, it's totally. Any of those other? Yeah. Well, today is the solstice. Yes. Okay. So I thank you all very much. Yes. Happy solstice. Happy Thanks. Solstice. We sound like we're at the end. We've got 11 more minutes. I know, people. we do. <laughs> well, we're going to take another break. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some news. News, Woo-hoo. news, news. Thanks, announcements, Jeremy. Announcements, announcements, I kind of went into a trance with that song. Ooh, yeah. That's like my favorite. Oh, okay. That's your favorite? I can make that, that into is, a good really phone like ring. It sort of reminds me of Charlie Brown. Yeah, the, I think that's why I like it. It's Which I can yes. visualize Schroeder pounding away on yeah. his little piano. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is normally the time in the show when we talk about some news, but we got something other news to talk about. We do. We do. Very important. It's very important. We couldn't do... Yeah, so go ahead. Well, we couldn't do what we do on the air without a very, 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 very special person. Yes. Who... <laughs> who's who, very embarrassed right now. Yeah. All of a sudden... Like, oh, you guys. Well, but all we of a sudden really, our microphones are all going to turn off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we wanted to tell Alex how much we appreciate everything he does for us and how wonderful we think he is. So, Alex, come, you have to come in. He's here. afraid to leave the control. Like, this yeah. is the time when the thing they always trade the engineers for when the crisis happens. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this will, of course, be when that the happens. FCC walks in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're here to bust me for saying the F word a couple months ago. <laughs> so, we got Alex a little... A little gift bag <laughs> and i just want to say it's dan said to me is alex jewish and i said i don't know <laughs> i wanted to contribute some sort of you jewish did. product you so did. That's right. well you're jewish so uh, it makes sense so alex thank you so much for everything you do for yes us. thank you yes just a little so tidbit of stuff and kisses all around <laughs> Hugs rule. They do. I I even get one too. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy's presence creates a hugging. So, so are we going to embarrass him even more and have him open it? Oh, we could. Yeah, what's oh, in there? Oh, it would be really embarrassing. I know what it oh, is. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so you're welcome to open it right you here. You can open it if you like, but you don't have to. We c- well, yes, you do. I didn't get oh, him anything you graphic. <laughs> oh. That's oh. for later. <laughs> I love these things. These cheese sticks, they're cheese very sticks. good. I, I decided that... You know, I, I wasn't sure what Alex's interests were. And right. so when we decided we were going to get him something, I said, I'll pick some stuff out. So, you'll, of course. You'll, oh, there's more? Of course I picked Oh, yeah. Food. Oh. Yeah, we got him a box of cheese sticks. <laughs> he stopped, Thanks, and I thought. <laughs> Thanks, Alex, for all you do. Here's some cheese sticks. <laughs> and, and, ooh, some caramel popcorn, well, also very yummy. While we were talking. I was kind of <laughs> Those are my favorite. We're cheap, but we're not that the, cheap. The, the sour hard candies, yummy, yummy. Yeah, those things are good. And hot cocoa. I would like to point out it is kosher hot cocoa. (laughs) (laughs) Is it fair trade? I don't know. (laughs) Chocolate and coffee are the two things you should be very... Well, folks, if you're into yes. that sort of thing, yes. you want to be very concerned about chocolate and coffee being fair trade. That's it's right. FYI. It says that it's organic. I mean, that kind of... Well, organic is different. More candy. More candy. More Woo-hoo. candy. Candy rules. And a car. Is there Hanukkah gelt in there? There well, is. There is. There is a little bit of Hanukkah gelt. There's a little bit of Christmas joy. <laughs> <laughs> I love... Hanukkah gelt is some of the worst chocolate ever. Yeah, but it's, it's the best stuff. I first thought you said Hanukkah so gilt. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of that uh, sometimes, yeah. too. Yeah, a little bit of Hanukkah gilt in there. I would just like to say that the Hanukkah gelt is a French coin. That's hilarious. <laughs> is it really? Well, but it <laughs> is. Like, if you look at it, there's money from different parts of the world. And, like, oh, oh, I see. It's diverse and international. <laughs> That's even a coin from the sorry, North Pole room. I've totally been oh. manhandling your candy. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Speaking of breaking the gender. <laughs> Perhaps you should put Christy it away. Yeah. <laughs> put, put that away Christy's before Christy keeps playing with candy. Well, you're welcome very much. Thank you. And Alex, yes. that is actually why Dan came in and talked to you 
the last week and said, are you allergic to anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was also because, you know, you get to partake in the food well, eating yeah, afterwards. Yeah, but right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I figured we'd have more choices here. Yeah, so it was very funny. Like, he was busy doing a show and things like this and concentrating on his show. And I'm like, are you vegetarian? <laughs> and he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you asking me that right now? <laughs> so. We're just curious. We're having a little bet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have strange oh. things that we bet on. Most That's people right. bet on who wins the Super Bowl. We, we bet, bet on, on who's a vegetarian. <laughs> What's that? Oh. Oh, no, that's all yours. That's all no, for you. We, we've got, we've got food we've got plenty. We've got food so you take this home okay. and yes. you eat it all by yourself. Even though, <laughs> well, maybe well, not all by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, can, you can eat it with you somebody. You can share something. But no. You have to share with us. No, Wait you until can't. you're all alone. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and only then. When you're in bed by yourself, just hide under the covers and eat the, you know, cheese stick. Yeah, be go. careful though. This no will make sharing. a lot of crumbs. No this sharing. is turning into some sort of, like, strange psychiatrist kind of event. What? Uh, <laughs> every time I'm here, it's strange. It is. Thank you. Thank you have to go back in there and make us sound fabulous. I do, I do have one more oh. thing that I'd like to say. It's not, it's it's about. It's unfortunately not about Alex. Oh. <laughs> I could You're talk. All about I Alex. could talk extensively about Alex and how wonderful he is. But this, I just wanted to shout, do a little shout out <laughs> to um, Elton John and his new husband. That's right. Oh, when so did that cute. happen? Today. 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 And they had wow. like a one million dollar gala at the end of it. Yeah. Or yeah. gala is the case maybe. They <laughs> got they had got hitched at the same place that Prince Charles and Camilla Parker Bowles did. They no. The same officiant. Oh, even. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Now what I want to know and what the royal family won't answer yet is if he is Sir Elton John. Is his what is his significant I actually saw an article on it um, that they actually said he'll just be a mister. Really? Yeah. Uh, but what is it if, like, if they were of opposite genders, what is... What it would, would be lady. So he's not, like, ladess or, like... I think hey, it if it was me, I'd go by lady. <laughs> there was apparently people... <laughs> they know what you would do. <laughs> you know what, though? had a bet as to what he would Mr. be, what Mr. What Sir Elton before? John would be wearing. What would the royal family have called him before? Like, jerk know. or well, something? But is, now so he's I Mr. don't know <laughs> if, if honorary titles actually your partner gets anything. I think that it's mm. only... <laughs> that was it in the law. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I mean, titles, it gets so. a title. Like an, uh, He's an honorary sir. He's not really an actual knight. Um. You know what I'm saying? Like... He's a, it's an honorary title for his gifts to the British Commonwealth. So I don't know necessarily if his partner would then have a title. But I think, like, you know, Paul McCartney is Sir Paul McCartney, and I'm pretty sure that his wife is, was, when that all happened, was then referred to as Lady. Well, he's married now, and she, I've not seen that. He's yeah, married to another person. Either. It's always Sir th- Paul McCartney and Heather McCartney. Heather, Heather Mills oh, okay. McCartney. I thought so. at one point I'd heard Lady. And you're but crazy. I, I really. That's oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The but anyway, that that's a good point. Car, I wonder yeah. if they are going to do something like that. So, what else? Is there any other news? Uh, sh- I don't know. Out of out of that, <laughs> I'm talking about his marriage. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I will say that a million dollar gala afterward is pretty sedate for Elton John. I that think is. That that it was actually $1.75 million oh, well. with close to 700 guests. Um, and it was a reception at um, his estate outside of Windsor where two giant white temps, uh, tents, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, temps. <laughs> were, they from, were they Kelly girls? Oh, yeah, right. I was going to say. Well, they're from the Wolverine. <laughs> Did they have their white gloves so. on? Go ahead and finish um, it, Meredith. You're right. That's sure. not that and, extravagant. And, uh, like I was saying before, they, they had, there were some wagers as to whether what he would be wearing to his own wedding. Um, Sir Elton, and he wore a simple black suit, as did his partner. Um, but there were some odds that it was going to be pink or blue. So mm-hmm. weird, black. I'm surprised that we would say anything like one million or one point seven five seems small for anyone. I, I mean, it seems to date for, <laughs> Elton, for, for John. Elton John, though, with the, with all the millions he has. My ceremony cost like four thousand dollars. So like, and comparatively, comparatively, yeah. 
mean, you who doesn't know someone who throws a good $1 million party every week? Come on now. Everyone's got that friend. <laughs> Just so can't much. keep his millions to himself. Uh, Always got to so be much. throwing it around with the big parties well, at their second home. We're winding down. We are. <laughs> well, That's the bi- <laughs> biggest news that we can talk about is Elton John's marriage. Exactly. Thank you very much um, for joining us. You've been hanging out with all the cool kids. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Solstice. Merry Christmas. And have a joyous Kwanzaa. We will see you next year and next year, next week, when we will be talking about the year in review. Have a great holiday. Thanks for tuning into Closets Are Foreclosed on WCBN FM 88.3.